Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Monday, March 21st. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east, They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shemini, and it means eighth. Leviticus 9, 13-24 Then they handed him each piece of the burnt offering, including the head, and he burned them on the altar. Then he washed the internal organs and the legs, and burned them on the altar, along with the rest of the burnt offering. Next, Aaron presented the offerings of the people. He slaughtered the people's goat and presented it as an offering for their sin, just as he had first done with the offering for his own sin. Then he presented the burnt offering and sacrificed it in the prescribed way. He also presented the grain offering, burning a handful of the flour mixture on the altar, in addition to the regular burnt offering for the morning. Then Aaron slaughtered the bull and the ram for the people's peace offering. His sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it against all sides of the altar. Then he took the fat of the bull and the ram the fat of the broad tail and from around the internal organs, along with the kidneys and the long lobes of the livers. 
He placed these fat portions on top of the breasts of these animals and burned them on the altar. Aaron then lifted up the breasts and right thighs as a special offering to the Lord, just as Moses had commanded. After that, Aaron raised his hands toward the people and blessed them. Then, after presenting the sin offering, the burnt offering, and the peace offering, he stepped down from the altar. Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle, and when they came back out, they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. Fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground. Luke 4, 31-5-11 Then Yeshua went to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and taught there in the synagogue every Sabbath day. There, too, the people were amazed at his teaching, for he spoke with authority. Once, when he was in the synagogue, a man possessed by a demon, an evil spirit, cried out, shouting, Go away! Why are you interfering with us, Yeshua of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Yeshua reprimanded him, Be quiet! Come out of the man, he ordered. At that, the demon threw the man to the floor as the crowd watched. Then it came out of him without hurting him further. Amazed, the people exclaimed, What authority and power this man's words possess! Even evil spirits obey him, and they flee at his command. The news about Yeshua spread through every village in the entire region. After leaving the synagogue that day, Yeshua went to Simon's home, where he found Simon's mother-in-law very sick with a high fever. Please heal her, everyone begged. Standing at her bedside, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And she got up at once and prepared a meal for them. As the sun went down that evening, people throughout the village brought sick family members to Yeshua. No matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed everyone. Many were possessed by demons, and the demons came out at his command, shouting, You are the Son of God. But because they knew he was the Messiah, he rebuked them and refused to let them speak. Early the next morning, Yeshua went out to an isolated place. The crowd searched everywhere for him, and when they finally found him, they begged him not to leave them. But he replied, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God in other towns too, because that is why I was sent. So he continued to travel around preaching in synagogues throughout Judea. One day, as Yeshua was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. He noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. Stepping into one of the boats, Yeshua asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Now go out where it is deeper, and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master, Simon replied, 
We worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again. At this time, their nets were so full of fish they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boat, and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking. When Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Yeshua and said, O Lord, please leave me, I am such a sinful man. For he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught, as were the others with him. His partners, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, were also amazed. Yeshua replied to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Yeshua. Psalm 64, 1-10 O God, listen to my complaint. Protect my life from my enemy's threats. Hide me from the plots of this evil mob, from this gang of wrongdoers. They sharpen their tongues like swords and aim their bitter words like arrows. They shoot from ambush at the innocent, attacking suddenly and fearlessly. They encourage each other to do evil and plan how to set their traps in secret. Who will ever notice, they ask. As they plot their crimes, they say, We have devised the perfect plan. Yes, the human heart and mind are cunning. But God himself will shoot them with his arrows, suddenly striking them down. Their own tongues will ruin them, and all who see them will shake their heads in scorn. Then everyone will be afraid. They will proclaim the mighty acts of God and realize all the amazing things He does. The godly will rejoice in the Lord and find shelter in Him, and those who do what is right will praise Him. Proverbs 11.22 A beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. I'd like to speak to you today from our Torah portion from Leviticus chapter 9, and then we're going to jump into the reading from Luke chapter 4 and 5. The book of Leviticus is a book about worship, and it's a book about repentance. And you would say, how so? It's all these animal sacrifices, so bloody. It's a picture when they are instructed to offer these different animals upon the sacrifice altar in the wilderness tabernacle, we are to look at it as that we are offering ourselves. In Romans chapter 12, verse 1, we are referred to as a living sacrifice. We offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. Now, what within us needs to burn up? What within us needs to be slaughtered and slayed? That would be our flesh, our carnal flesh, our sin nature. So let's look at Leviticus chapter 9, verse 18. And then Aaron slaughtered the bull and the ram for the people's peace offering. His sons brought him the blood and he splattered it against all sides of the altar. 
Let's think about that for a moment. Have you been in a conflict recently? Have you had an argument or disagreement? Perhaps a strong argument or disagreement with someone? A spouse? A rebellious teenager? Perhaps a strong disagreement with someone at work? This offering is the peace offering. So what can you or I offer when there's been conflict? When there's been argument, division, strife? We can offer him our flesh, our sin, our pride. Maybe words were said and spoken that were unclean that were harmful and hurtful and toxic. And that's what needs to be offered to the Lord in repentance, in heartfelt repentance, and ask him to slaughter the flesh within that would cause us to sin with our mouth like that against another human being. His sons brought him the blood, and he splattered it against all sides of the altar. So the offering, the bull and the ram, it's a piece of us. It's a part of us that we want to be slaughtered, our flesh. Now notice what the final result is with the offerings that have been given. Leviticus 9, 23 and 24. Then Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle, and when they came back out, they blessed the people again, and the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole community. What was that glory, that Shekinah? It was the cloud, the cloud, the very essence and presence of Yahweh. And verse 24, fire blazed forth from the Lord's presence and consumed the burnt offering, and the fat on the altar. When the people saw this, they shouted with joy and fell face down on the ground. You know, when we take that time to truly humble ourselves and repent of our sin, that is an offering unto the Lord, and he is pleased. And he takes that offering of sin that we offer on the altar of our hearts, and he consumes it and he burns it up. And the glory of the Lord can appear from within us. But we have to humble ourselves and take that time to repent and offer to him a piece of ourselves of the baser, lower nature and offer it unto him and let him burn it up. More of you, Yeshua and less of me. I must decrease so that he, Yeshua, can increase. Now let's jump into Luke chapter 4. And in the second part of the chapter, or actually in chapter 5, Yeshua is out preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and great great crowds are pressing in around him to listen. And he sees two empty boats at the water's edge. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. 
and yeshua asked simon peter the owner of the boat to push it out into the water so he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there when he had finished speaking he said to simon now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish simon says but we worked all night and didn't catch a thing okay so then he obeys and he takes his boat out there throws his net out and then there are so many fish in the net that the boat begins to sink it's quite miraculous and then he's hit with the spirit of god and he says oh lord please leave me i'm such a sinful man he was awestruck by the number of fish they had caught and jesus says come follow me i will make you fishers of men that is a very relevant word for each and every one of us today Time is short, and we need to be about the Father's business. I believe in Revelation chapter 6, the very first seal, the white horse that goes out conquering the nations with a crown and a bow, that that was the coronavirus release upon the earth, and then the subsequent experimental use injection the jab that followed, that would be the poison-tipped arrow of this toxic bow. That was the white horse, and it, hap- it went on for two years. Now we have this Russia-Ukraine war going on, and it's very likely going to widen into a much larger war. I'm just waiting to see if China is going to then attack Taiwan. And then we have World War III. So we're living in the seals of Revelation. The second horse, the second seal, is the red horse, the horse of war. And it goes out with the sword, conquering. And this Russia-Ukraine war, I believe, is the second horse, the red horse, the horse of war. The second seal. By the time we get to the seventh seal, that's when the beast system will fully be deployed. That's when the mark of the beast will be deployed and the Antichrist will be in power. That's when the greater exodus begins. That's when the great tribulation begins. And the greater exodus, the great tribulation, lasts for 42 months, three and a half years. How far away is that? Time will tell, but it might be just a few years, a few short years. So, we need to be about the king's business, and we need to be fishing for men and women. We need to be fishers, because time is short. We need to be sharing the gospel. We need to be sharing the good news and inviting people to come into the kingdom, to come to the wedding, to come to know Yeshua personally. So, Father, I do pray right now that you will orchestrate and you will set things up so that this week we would be able to share the good news and the gospel with those who come into our path, people at the grocery store, people at work, people in our neighborhoods, 
Father, we just pray that you will give us a holy boldness to share the good news because you are our hope. You are our anchor. You are our shelter in the storm. You are our very life. And you are coming back soon. And we want to bring as many loved ones and friends and family with us as possible. So, Father, orchestrate. Allow us to be able to speak, to invite. May we be messengers of good news this week. I ask it in Yeshua's name. Amen. Adonai Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.